33 minutes past the hour, Texas Standard Time. I'm Laura Rice in for David Brown. Dallas schools consistently have higher rates of asthma in students. In Dallas ISD, some 9.5% of students have asthma. That's compared to an average of 8.3% nationwide. But this isn't just a health issue. It's also taking a toll on education. Respiratory issues are a leading cause of absenteeism among students in Dallas. But now, scientists are launching a study to try to reduce the impact of asthma among school-aged children in the region. Breathe Easy Dallas will take a look at DISD to determine which students are most effective and how to help them. Joining me now is Kathy Jack. She is Dallas Conservation Associate for the Nature Conservancy, who is leading the project along with the city of Dallas. Kathy, welcome to the Texas Standard. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Do we know what contributes to such high rates of asthma in the Dallas region? So what we do know here in Dallas is we've had a persistent problem with poor air quality and pediatric asthma for many years. In fact, our region has never met federal regulations for ozone. And we have sufficient evidence that links ozone and other pollutants like particulate matter with childhood asthma and asthma at large. We also have sufficient evidence that traffic-related air pollution is associated with the onset of childhood asthma. So in North Texas, we have traffic emissions are a leading cause of pediatric asthma. What's missing for us here is really specific localized data Hmm. that connects the air quality uh, on a local level with daily exacerbations of asthma uh, among school children. And we're really, we have an opportunity to measure at the school locations the impact of interventions. There are, there's very scarce literature existing right now that actually measures the impact in terms of air quality and asthma among the student population. So this is a very exciting opportunity we have to gather real um, measured data. Well, and this, and this local data is especially interesting because already we know that it seems to disproportionately be affecting uh, schools in, in low-income areas. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So at a national level, we have the Center for Disease Control has released several studies that find that in the United States, black children are twice as likely as white children to have asthma. And most importantly, it's with greater severity. Mm -hmm. So experiencing higher than average rates of hospitalization, emergency room visits and deaths from asthma. We also know from our practitioners here in Dallas that are operating in the schools that kids in our lower income uh, families and neighborhoods will miss school for longer periods of time with more severe impacts for their education and health outcomes. So we've been working with the district to look at, as a part of our study, refining which schools are we going to implement our study at. And as a part of that, we've um, received numbers on the number of students at all district schools that have been identified by their parents or through treatment plans on file as having asthma. And we've mapped out geographically where the highest uh, rates of asthma are. And like you had said, more than 50% of our uh, schools have percentage of asthmatic students that are higher than the national average. But what stands out is that the range is from 2.1% up to 28.8%. So when we classify the severity, you know, we're looking at anywhere within that range. And we have several of our schools where we have asthma rates higher than 12%. That's, That's quite high. And the most serious rates of asthma, we have a category where uh, students, more than 17% of the student population is diagnosed with asthma. 
of, of the 18 out of 228 DISD schools where we have that severe of asthma rates, uh, greater than 17%, 16 of those 18 schools are below Interstate 30. Mm. That's a sharp north-south divide. And if you were to look at the associated poverty rates, um, these are really high poverty schools. So we know this is an issue of equity. So part of what you're doing is, is looking for interventions that could actually, actually help. What sorts of interventions are, are you considering? So it's really important for us that we get some applied science on this topic. And we practical assumptions um, have guided health-based interventions at the schools. The North Central Texas Council of Governments has been funded to look at anti-idling measures at the schools. If you can reduce the number of buses and number of parent cars that are idling at drop-off and pick-up, can that improve the air quality and reduce asthma exacerbations? We also, as our organization, um, the Nature Conservancy, along with our local partner, the Texas Trees Foundation, have been particularly interested in the science behind trees and the role that trees can play in reducing particulate matter and other uh, air quality emission sources and improving the outcomes. So we know, practically speaking, that these interventions should make a difference, but there really is not sufficient science to show by how much. Um, and that's the goal of this project, is really to track the direct impact of these different interventions and to be able to understand the factors that are um, connected to their success. Kathy Jack is Dallas Conservation Associate for the Nature Conservancy. Kathy, thank you again. Thank you so much.